welcome to the first of our special bonus episodes. My name's Shannon Camp. You may recognize me as the voice of Joe March in this version of Little Women. And fun fact, I'm also the writer and co-producer. And I'm here with my other co-producer, Sammy Campbell. Hey. Hey, Shannon. Hi. I'm so happy to see you. Thank you for joining me for our first bonus episode. This is so exciting. Yeah, I of course I couldn't miss it. I am so delighted to be here. It's finally happening. I know. And we've been talking about it and talking about it. And this has been so long in the works. I mean, some would say even years in the works, given both of our relationship with this story. Yeah. What is your personal relationship with Little Women? So I picked up Little Women, gosh, I think I was in third, fourth grade. I was in fourth grade when I picked up Little Women. And um, I was really excited to read it because my mom had read it and I was excited to have be reading a book that my mom had read. I remember it because I already was a writer and was writing my own stories and I had never read about another girl who was a writer. Joe March has always been uh, really, really important to me. And of course, when I first read it, I was disappointed in some of the romances that unfolded. <laughs> no spoilers! <laughs> and, and so, I know, no spoilers, but I didn't love that when I was in fourth grade, but I got over it eventually and have since come around and still uh, really enjoy the book and the relationships and the sisters. Well, that is wonderful to hear. I think it's really cool that you read it because your mom was into it. That's Mm -hmm. a very common experience based on what I've read online. There's even a young adult book series called Mother Daughter Book Club. And the first book uh, is about them reading Little Women. So I have not read that. But if any of our listeners have, write in. Let us know if we should check it out. (laughs) Yeah. Want to hear about it? Sounds cute. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I would cry while reading it, honestly. Yeah. But it doesn't take much. It's a low bar for me with tears. Yeah, same. <laughs> so, Shannon, what about you? You created this whole project, so I'm assuming you have some kind of relationship with little women. Oh, you know that I do because you've been a party to my social media posts and my home homemade memes, my homemade Little Women memes. Yes. I read Little Women for the first time when I was in second grade. And I was definitely too young to read it by myself, not because of the subject matter, but just because it can be a dense text. I mean, it is a little bit old fashioned. It's 151 years old right. now. And I had a bookmark and I had to slide it down line by line over the text so that I could read it. I had to like keep myself focused. But I think that speaks to how much I cared about the characters and what was happening because it took me like four or five months. But I read the book without any help from an adult. Yes. And then... I guess, I don't really remember when I started doing this, maybe in high school, I started rereading the book every year at Christmas time because if you just heard our first episode, uh, then you know that the book starts at Christmas time. And so it always just puts me in a really Christmassy mood. Even the parts of the book that don't take place at the holidays, you have that family atmosphere and 
this might sound crazy, but the coziness of chores. I get it. <laughs> I totally the coziness get it. of pleasant chores uh, <laughs> is such a huge part of reading the original book. And if you haven't read it, uh, that is my first recommendation for further reading is yes. to go and read the original book. It's really fun. I'm sure there are some great audiobook versions out there. I've never listened to one, so I oh, might have to do a, a little research point. into yeah. that. Uh, maybe for a future bonus episode, we could compare and contrast. But in the meantime, I have tons of further reading for us to dig into, further watching, and even a few other podcasts um, for other little women fans out there, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're at least open to the possibility of becoming <laughs> totally obsessed. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to hear this list. I know you are like my my the little women expert in my life. So um, I'm excited. Well, I'm very flattered. I like preened when Sammy said that. <laughs> I am an a very amateur expert. Let's be clear. I never went to grad school or anything for this. Never wrote up a dissertation on Little Women. But I do have an interest in it. And I really lucked out because, like I said, it's been now about 150 years since the book came out. It was originally published in two parts. So you can kind of be like, well, what are we counting this release from? <laughs> but there's been a ton of media released about Little Women just in the past year or so. So there's a lot of great things out there. There's a bunch of articles that I'll keep putting up on our social media. I mean, it's been in the New York Times. It's been in the New Yorker, Elle magazine, pretty much everywhere I've seen great articles about Little Women. And I'll just start off with some of the books. Yeah. The one that you cannot miss if you're a Little Women super fan like myself is The Annotated Little Women by John Madison. Mm -hmm. It's huge. It's very big and intimidating when you look at it. But it's the sort of thing, you know, you can pick up and read a few sections and put down and read about whatever topic catches your fancy. There's some essays at the beginning and there's like the different blurbs throughout. There's pictures of stuff that the Alcott's actually owned. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of parallels between... Louisa May Alcott's life and Joe's. So it's definitely very, very interesting. And I highly recommend it. Awesome. I always feel cool when I have a really big book, too. That's yes. That's <laughs> so helpful to be seen with a big book. You'll feel like Matilda. Yes. <laughs> and you can set it up like a fort and ward off everyone else in your life. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm reading annotations, mom. <laughs> Say, what was that I was saying about cozy family appreciation? Uh, and also by John Madison, we have Eden's Outcasts, uh, which is the story of Louisa May Alcott and her father, Bronson Alcott. Uh, Bronson is an important figure, not just in the story of Little Women, but in the story of the school system of the United States. He was sort of a radical progressive for his time. But he was also not a very nice dad. So oh. <laughs> it's definitely an interesting vein of uh, reading, if that's what you're interested in. I will say, I think John Madison is the only male author on this list. Mm -hmm. And it shows. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! 
<laughs> I really hesitate to focus too much on Bronson. I have done my best not to focus on him too much in our bonus episodes because sometimes I feel like people can get a little hung up on him just because he's sort of the most important man in Luis's life. And he really was an amazing historical figure and he really was not a good dad. <laughs> Got it. But on a much happier note, I have a book that was gifted to me by a dear friend, Emily Miller, from the Ivy Bookstore in Baltimore, that was gifted to her by her mother, Teresa Miller, who's one of the people this podcast was dedicated to. Awesome. And that is Marmy and Louisa by Eve LaPlante, which is, of course, about Abba Alcott, Louisa's mother, her rock who is way more the real-life Marmy than Bronson is the real-life Captain March. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we love a good parent, a wonderful parent. <laughs> so if you want to cry happy tears, uh, you can read Marmy and Louisa. That's another one I highly recommend. It's a really lovely book. I think ABBA gets short shrift, so that's great for the reading. And shifting gears to Louisa herself... We have Louisa on the Front Lines by Samantha Sepal, which is a very interesting book about Louisa May Alcott's involvement in the Civil War and her efforts as an abolitionist. She was very political. She was very passionate about freeing the slaves. The whole Alcott family was. So that is a wonderful book that will definitely make you see Louisa as a heroine. Yeah, yeah, that's always good. I, I don't know very much about Louisa May Alcott, so I may have to pick that up. Yeah, I think not a lot of us do. Honestly, before I started this project, even I was fuzzy on some of the details. And of course, I do want to add a content warning with that one. Just like you would expect, there's Civil War violence, mm -hmm. and they describe Civil War era hospitals, things like that. So just... If that's not for you, it's totally okay to skip this one. <laughs> Wanted to leave that in there. Then moving on from Louise's life to more of the cultural impact of Little Women, mm -hmm. we have Meg, Joe, Beth, Amy, The Story of Little Women and Why It Still Matters by Anne Boyd Ryu, which mm. just came out this past year. It's about the writing of Little Women and its cultural impact. Mm -hmm. And if you follow me, if you follow our Little Women Instagram account, you may have seen a picture of a page of a book that had a paragraph about Joe and Lori kissing oh, in the original yes. draft of Little Women. <laughs> the scandal. Which does not happen in the book that ended up being published. Um, and I got that juicy morsel from that book. So if you're into like the kind of IMDb trivia section, but for <laughs> books, and also way better written. I mean, obviously, Anne Boyd Ryu is a great writer. Yeah. Um, but if you're kind of interested in Little Women as a cultural artifact, I would recommend starting with that. And it really is a great read and will give you so many fun behind the scenes details. That's awesome. Kind of on a similar topic, this book is brand new. I think it just came out or is just coming out i was lucky enough to get uh, a copy mailed to me also by emily miller from the ivy bookstore in baltimore mm -hmm. and that is march sisters on life death and little women and that's a very slim volume it's a series of essays by jenny zhang carmen maria machado 
and a couple of other authors. I feel bad for not wow. having all their names in front of me. Well, I love the writers that you mentioned. So. Yes, okay. and other great uh, <laughs> Kate Bollock and I. I'm. It's killing me that I didn't write down their names, but they're all wonderful women who are very popular essayists, novelists right now. Each of them picked a different sister and wrote an essay about her, and. I really can't recommend it enough. This is definitely one more for our adult readers. Uh, The essay by Carmen Maria Machado about Beth is amazing, but it's very sad. So I would say this one is geared more towards adult scholars of Little Women. And if you're looking for some like really in-depth critical analysis of the story, you honestly can't do much better than these essays. Awesome. And then I wanted to shift gears a little bit and throw out a few titles for our younger listeners. Yeah, I was about to ask. Um, you got something for the kids? Yeah, <laughs> of course I got something for the kids. This, that's why I did this whole podcast. Uh, it really doesn't get much better than Meg, Joe, Beth, and Amy by Ray Tassiro. It's an amazing graphic novel. Like this podcast, it envisions the March sisters in modern times. Mm-hmm. But it's a little bit different from this podcast because the sisters are significantly younger. And I would say it's probably less true to the original plot of the book than our version is. But who cares? It's a super fun read. That sounds so cute. Yeah, it's a graphic novel. The artwork is adorable. It's definitely geared towards younger readers. So mm-hmm. I highly recommend that. It's wonderful. It also has great queer representation, which is something that we will talk about in future bonus episodes. Obviously, there's a lot of speculation on Louise May Alcott's life and all different aspects of that. Mm -hmm. But I love the representation in this book, and I think it's a really important perspective. So definitely wanted to highlight that. Um, And then there are two other books, And I've read one of them, but I don't know which one. I've read extensively about both these young adult books. And I read one of them when I was a kid. I seriously checked it out from my public school library and read it over and over. And I have no idea which of these two titles it is because they're so similar. Yeah. But based on the reviews I've read, they're both great. So I'm going to recommend them both. With my whole heart. And they are Becoming Little Women by Janine Atkins Mm -hmm. and Fruitlands by Gloria Whelan. And they're both about uh, Louisa's time at Fruitlands, which was Bronson Alcott's commune. Where the family lived, uh, you know, in what you would almost think of as being like a 1960s hippie communal farm. Wow. But... They were not experienced farmers, so it was a time of immense hardship for the family. Right. And I think I read Becoming Little Women, which is a very fictionalized account. And I sure. think Fruitlands contains excerpts from Louisa's actual diaries about that time. And it hews a little bit closer to the historical truth. Right. But I want to recommend them both. And I believe they're appropriate for fifth grade and up. So if you're tuning into this podcast, hey, it's probably perfect for you. Yeah, that sounds like good extra reading. Yeah. Before we switch over from books to movies and podcasts, I do want to throw one more out, Mm -hmm. which is a very famous book. This is for our adult listeners only, March by Geraldine Brooks. Have you read that? I have not. 
Tell me oh, more. Oh, man. It is a wonderful book. Uh, I think it came out in the 90s and it won quite a few awards. It's about Captain March's time during the Civil War. It's completely from Captain cool. March's perspective. Yeah. So if you're looking for a Civil War novel that really digs into white privileges uh, and the human cost of war and sort of a naive character having their eyes opened, um, I mm-hmm. really recommend that novel. But, of course, that is, uh, like uh, Louisa on the Front Lines, it has Civil War era violence, so it's only appropriate for the grown-ups among us. I love that when it's, like, a a totally different genre from the original text, but it's still in kind of the same universe as as the text, so that's really fun. Um, It's amazing. None of the March sisters show up until the final page. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah, it's really well done. It's not like a uh, cheesy or gimmicky at all, like <laughs> right. you might think. Yeah, it's not like oh, and they said the thing. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of other little women adjacent books out there, mm-hmm. and I definitely see you and I digging into them on a future sure. bonus episode. <laughs> so we'll put the books aside for now and move on to movies. Yeah, of course. Part of the reason I started this podcast and decided to do these educational bonus episodes would be in preparation for the Greta Gerwig movie that's coming out. Mm -hmm. I'm such a fan of hers. I think she really cares about the book and cares about the story and wants to do right by the characters, which is all I could ask for someone making a movie version which is part of the reason why I know Sammy and I are both going to give a full-throated recommendation for the 1994 Little Women oh movie. Oh, my God. Yay! Ah, a classic! It's so great! <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't need to fight about, like, which one is better, the new one or the 1994 one, because no. they're both... I really think the new one is going to be great. And also, even if it is, it won't change my love for the Winona Ryder, Christian Bale, uh, Susan Sarandon version. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the new one is going to be great. I'm excited to see it. And, um, of course, you know, nothing, nothing makes... Nothing crowds out Winona, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, that version is a condensed version of the story because it's a movie and not like a mini series or something so they're really only going to hit the big story beats but you know right spoiler alert so is this podcast (laughs) because it's a long book it was two books you guys it was two books (laughs) so it really does a wonderful job of capturing the setting i think Mm -hmm. capturing the family's circumstances like costumes are passed down from character to character really captures their poverty it's just it's a great watch it's a great christmas watch yeah i think the soundtrack is very christmassy it is so yeah it's just straight (laughs) up christmas music to me yeah I have not seen it, but I've also heard great things about the BBC miniseries that came out in 2016. I have seen the BBC miniseries. Did you like it? I did quite like it. There were things about it that, you know, eh, you could you could argue with, but it, it is, sure. um, you know, it's a miniseries, so it's able to cover a lot more ground, a lot less rush than some of the movies, but I enjoyed it. It's a fun one. I think... I do think that uh, some of the some of the acting is a little bit 
more restrained, I would say, like emotionally. That's so funny. That's so British. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I was like, how British? Um, and and so I think that was kind of. I remember my roommate and I watching it and going, I feel a little a little flat to us as an American audience, but I I still think it's it's fun and the the costumes are great and the setting is beautiful. Well, if you need a break from our version of the March sisters yelling and crying at each other, then tune in to that. It sounds super relaxing. Yeah. It bears mentioning there are also two very old-fashioned, older versions. I wouldn't necessarily recommend those for our younger viewers, but they are very interesting, and Mm -hmm. they're definitely, like, really cool historical artifacts with some great performances in them. Uh, You can see, you know... Uh, like Elizabeth Taylor playing Amy as a small wow. child, which is really something to see. Yeah. She's wearing so much eye makeup, you guys. I'm sure. Or maybe that was just her eyes. It is Elizabeth Taylor after yes. all. And there's also another new film that got a small release that, mm. like our podcast, is a modern version I haven't Mm. seen it because I didn't want to accidentally rip it off. And to be honest, I haven't heard good things. So I don't know if that's what uh, the one I would recommend. But it bears mentioning if you are in the mood for another modernization. And for some reason, that adorable graphic novel I described wasn't good enough. Then (laughs) there is a movie, too. Yeah. Uh, So you can check that out. Finally, I wanted to cover a few other podcasts out there. Part of the reason I wanted to do this project is that there really wasn't a lot of other podcasts out there on Little Women. There are Mm -hmm. a few one-episode things. There are some recordings of other media. um, But in general, there wasn't anything like this, like what we're doing. Sure. um, Or even what we're doing here on the bonus episodes, just talking about Little Women media. So I wanted to highlight the few great examples that there are. One of which is a podcast called Queering Little Women, which I haven't listened to all of, and it seems like it's defunct now, but it's, you know, looking at little women through a queer lens, which I think, like I talked about when I talked about the graphic novel, is a really interesting and important perspective. Sure. It's one that I can't personally offer, Mm -hmm. so I wanted to make sure that you know, if people are interested in that, they know where to find it. And if those podcasters ever want to come back for more episodes and do a collaboration with me, <laughs> I'm all ears because I think yeah. it's such a great topic. Like, what a great idea for a podcast. Yeah, yeah, that is a great idea. A whole podcast. That's awesome. Yeah, they were going through chapter by chapter. I wow. really wish they hadn't stopped. Cool. Then there's a podcast which maybe Sammy recommended to me. I don't <laughs> even remember now. Uh, There's a podcast I love called The History Chicks. Yep. Many of their episodes are appropriate for young people, and they'll usually let you know at the beginning of an episode if it's not. Mm -hmm. So if they they don't tell you it's not appropriate, then it it probably is. Um, And their episode on Louise May Alcott is definitely family-friendly, and it's amazing. They give a really concise yet thorough and interesting account of Louise May Alcott's life. We're sort of going to be breaking up her story into a few different topics as we go across the bonus episodes here. Sure. I think based on Sammy's personal experience with the story, I'm going to have to have her on for the episode where we talk about the possible real-life lorries. (laughs) (laughs) 
which I won't spoil because you're just going to have to keep listening to the podcast, yeah, everybody. Yeah, just keep listening. <laughs> but I really love that podcast. Uh, it's definitely one of the podcasts that inspired this one. Mm-hmm. So shout out to the History Chicks and, and definitely won't check that out. Yep. And then finally, just to bring things full circle, like I was saying, we're kind of in a Little Women moment right now. Totally. Which I guess isn't surprising coming from the lady who's making a Little Women podcast right before a Little Women movie comes out. But This American Life recently released uh, an episode on Little Women and its cultural impact. Wow. So if you like that show, and I mean, come on, who's listening to a podcast who hasn't heard at least one episode of This American Life? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like This American Life? It's like... There's something for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's really people from different cultural backgrounds talking about their experience with Little Women. That's great. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to highlighting other fun media on these bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy all the movie tie-in merchandise and we're going to talk about <laughs> it on one of them. Yes. And I really want to get the Little Women cookbook and mm-hmm. test some recipes from that because be so fun. I may have a very special guest for that episode or a couple of special guests, actually. So just stick with us, friends, because this is going to be a really fun and interesting exploration of maybe one of the most popular, not maybe one of the most popular young adult novels of all time, one of the most popular young adult novels of all time. Maybe one of the most popular and beloved American novels of all time. Let's say yep. that. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm down. I will join on with that. Yes. Nobody puts Joe March in the corner. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> She'll have ink all over her hands and she will, you know, she will not be put in the corner. She will rise from the ashes. <laughs> yes. Sometimes semi-literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, that about does it for this week's bonus episode. Sammy, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really looking forward to having more of these little combos with you. Yes, it'll be fun. Thank you for having me, and thank you for letting me be part of this project, which I know is so near and dear to your heart. Oh, I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> and as for our listeners, we also couldn't do it without you. Thank you for being yes, here. Thank Thanks for starting on this journey with us. If you'd like to contact us, you can reach us on Twitter at LWPodcast19. You can email us, littlewomenpodcast19 at gmail.com. You can catch us on Instagram at littlewomenpodcast. I like to post fun little things related to the book that I find there. Uh, you can get all the updates on the show or contact us at facebook.com slash littlewomenpodcast or just get all of our social media channels in one handy place at littlewomenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.